Welcome back to the City Rev Life podcast. I'm Josh, and this is the one, the only Craig. We are both pastors hey, over at City Rev Church, and we are going to be in the new year starting a new series called is it War Songs. Yeah, to be determined, but we think that's what it's going to be called. All right, we're we're debating a little bit Still on the, be finalized. On the title we're, of the We're series. pre-recording this episode. Okay, yeah. Mm. So don't quote us on this, but I believe it's war songs. Um, it's in the Psalms, though. It's in the Psalms. Yeah, and we're going to be talking about the psalmist, right? The yeah. the writers, because there's multiple writers of of psalms, not just uh, famously King David and and King Solomon, but there's multiple writers, and so we're going to be talking about them, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. But that also sparked the question, which so often comes up and I'm sure uh, you lead our student ministry. So I'm sure you hear this all the time. I used to lead our young adult ministry, always got this question. And then even, even now I still do. What should we do about secular music? Yes. Like we as Christians, should we only yes. be singing hymns or yes. is contemporary worship? Okay. Yes. Should we only be singing contemporary worship? Yeah. You know, should we stay in the elevation Bethel range or should we um, be reading out of, out of a hymnal? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And is uh, uh, Bon Jovi okay to listen to, you know, or all these latest pop stars, one, um, are they okay to listen to? So there's always that question that comes up is secular music yeah, okay. there's like a, I think it comes from that uh, reorientation in a person's life when right. they come to know Jesus or as they grow in their faith and they start to think about uh, a lot of changes that they want to make in their life. And mm -hmm. they start to think about maybe their old ways and their old patterns and even, you know, old sinful patterns. And we're trying to rebuild our lives and live for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so there is this impulse in some people especially when they first come to Christ to say, Hey, I'm like throwing out all my old habits and old ways mm. and I'm starting fresh. And I'm starting new. And I think that's a good impulse. That's oh, like yeah, a that's, godly impulse. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. And so, so one of the questions that comes up a lot about is music because music is a big part of our lives, right? You right. get in the car and there's music playing. You go to a store, there's music playing. There's music all the time. Like I work with teenagers mm -hmm. and there's AirPods in all the time, 24 seven AirPods <laughs> in ears all the time. Right. So I always try to like get their attention and, and talk to them just, yeah. just to make them take, I'm the starting AirPod a, out. I'm starting a collection from all the lost AirPods from waffle oh, Wednesdays. Nice. So, so you, far I'm only, ha only have only have left ears though. So I'm trying to <laughs> still trying to pair them up. Only left ears. Um, but yeah, so it, so the question comes up of, okay, if I'm a Christian now, should I listen to secular or non-Christian music? Right, and I'm Is on that the other okay? side. I think of the aisle where okay. there's someone that uh, meets Jesus and and changes their life around. Mm -hmm. And now they're asking those questions, which is so good. You should ask all those questions in a healthy way and bring them to the scriptures. And there are answers in the scriptures on this. Um, but then on the other side of it, which is my experience, I grew up in the church and really only listened to Christian songs and Christian yeah. music. Yeah. And then working out to David Crowder, of, trying to make it happen. Literally. And <laughs> yeah. quite literally developed this, uh, you could call it self-righteousness. Yeah. And then some of it's just ignorance of, okay, like, are those songs okay? Because a lot of my friends, they're listening to these songs. Yeah. And some of them, they're like, you know, very explicit. And it's like, okay, I definitely shouldn't listen to that. But then yeah. there were other ones that's like, man, that's actually got a good beat. Like, yeah. I, like I feel guilty now that I like that song. Like, yeah. is that okay? Um, yeah. So I think there's probably people out there with both stories. Yeah. You know, and on, it, one on it's challenging to navigate. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a couple things we can, that can help us as we think through. Right. The first is that I, I think music is a gift from the Lord, uh, right? That he yeah. gave music to humanity, made us creative, made us able to do this. He, 
he commanded us to use music in worship to him, right? Mm -hmm. If you read the Psalms, there's so many uh, commands to sing praises unto the Lord and to, uh, you know, use instruments even in certain Psalms. The largest book of, of the Bible is a book of songs. Is a song book, right. So musical worship, music itself is a gift from God. It's a good thing mm -hmm. that God has given us. And, and I would even broaden the horizon and say that, that God gave us music not only for worship to him, but God gave us music to be used even for other purposes. You even have that little story where King Saul can't sleep. And so he invites uh, King David to come play the harp in the yeah. palace so that he can yeah. soothe his soul and fall asleep. Like, like we know that music plays on our emotions and our minds and music has an effect mm -hmm. on us. And that is given from God. One of the other powerful things that music does and one of the things that we need to be aware of and why it can be an issue or something that we need to think of how we use is that music can stick in our brain and teach us. Oh, I think, right? we, I think you want to tell us that. I think yeah, we know that I mean, one. Come on, like all those stories. So I memorize like, everything. That's it. Yeah, it's through song, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, put a beat to it. Yeah, you put some music behind it and you yeah. remember, like you'll remember, you ever hear like an old song come on the radio that you haven't heard in a long time and you still remember yep. all, and it all the just words. Comes right back to you. And you're like, uh -huh. man... And then if I asked you what the quadratic equation was right now, you would <laughs> you would struggle, right? Or the things you learned in school, yep. you would struggle, yep. right? But that comes to mind really quickly because music has a way of sticking in um, our brain. So music, I would I would put it this way: music is and can be used very powerfully mm -hmm. in our lives, mm -hmm. and so it is smart and wise to consider how we use music. And I would I would think like a lot of other things, music is kind of a gift, a tool. Um, something powerful given from God, but it's more about how we use it and how we direct it. That's that's really what matters. Wow. That's a good way to look at it. So how then should we use music? All right, for, we're reviewing it as a gift from the Lord. Um, clearly, it can be used as a tool. Clearly, it's a blessing in many ways. How then should we be using it? What, what does the Bible have to say about that? Yeah, I think for uh, us, as we think through um, really where to go in scripture and different principles, biblical principles, as we consider how we use music. The one that came to mind the most, that I think is most fitting for what we're talking about is found in Philippians. So Philippians 4, 8, this is the apostle Paul writing uh, to the Philippian church. And he says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, mm. if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Mm. And if we use that as kind of our guiding principle for how we use music, uh, I think it can be really helpful for us as mm. Christians. So we recognize that music is powerful. We're, we recognize that music teaches us, it helps us memorize, it even uh, affects our emotions, right? Uh, so if we think about these things, we know that music can then be used in a positive way to powerfully orient and direct our thoughts and lift our thoughts and focus mm. onto God. Mm. And that's what makes worship, especially like worship so through powerful. song. Yeah, it must make yeah. it so powerful, right? Like you'll have moments of prayer and connection and and just feel a, a nearness in the presence of God in worship. Mm. And a lot of that, I believe, comes through our mind and our thoughts and our hearts and our yeah. emotions being directed towards God. Yeah. Right. Like so much of our day to day life, it's easy to just think about what's the next thing I have to do. You know, I got to go get gas. I got to go pick up the kids. Right. But worship takes and lifts our thoughts yeah. right? in a similar way to scripture reading. Right. Lifts our thoughts out of the everyday and then points them up towards God. And in most cases, we are singing scripture. Yes. We're singing 
scripture, or at least the the same uh, ideas that are taught in scripture, yep. we're singing it back. So it's almost like we're convincing our mind of the truth mm. and communicating it down to our hearts. Right. Hey, this is the truth. So I'm singing it out. Right. And it, worship. There's definitely, it's definitely that mind heart connection. I think music is a powerful way to speak to both the mind and the heart, right? Yeah. Which is unique in music. Cause not a lot of things can do that. There's right. not a lot of ways to do that. So hmm. music Good. can be really powerful and used well. So, so I think music should be used in our lives as a Christian discipline, as a practice, as a habit. Um, listening to worship music can be powerful. It can help us grow in our faith, can help us think about God, can help us understand God better too, because as we um, listen to new songs from different songwriters or different artists, right? Mm -hmm. They might have an experience or uh, a teaching or even a part of scripture that they've really been meditating on and thinking about. And then they are applying this to a song and it's helping us even see new aspects maybe about God or seeing our relationship to him in a new way. So it can be a powerful, good tool and something that I would recommend that we, we do something I honestly challenge myself to do more, right? Is mm -hmm. to say, okay, well, what, what music can I listen to? What Christian music, what worship can I put into my life? And I can see those powerful effects, right? There are mm -hmm. times uh, where maybe my faith is feeling low and I start to, uh, there's like a couple, you know, albums and, and artists that really, I feel like speak to me in my, you know, my relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And as I spend more time listening to them and listening to that worship music, it can get my mind more focused on the Lord, my heart more focused on him. And I can, it can be like a little boost to mm -hmm. my faith. I can really feel uh, even a little bit closer to God through, through that time. And so I think it's a good habit mm -hmm. to put in, right? It's really good. But because it's so powerful. Right. What does that mean about secular music? Yeah. If it can be used the other way. Tool. Yeah. Right. It can be used the other way. So I would say it's not as clear cut as saying worship music is good and secular music or non-Christian music is bad. It's not that clear right, cut. Right. I think there's, black and white. No, I think there's also a lot of neutral music, right? Sure. Like there's nothing wrong with listening to a song about a dance or a car or, you know, a, a love song or whatever. Like just mm -hmm. there's, that can just be fun and used to celebrate. Country music. That's what everyone wants to know. I mean, where's country music? A song about a truck or a dog. That's okay too. That's okay too. Some would argue that's not even music. Yeah, some would. Some would. Music is debatable. Whoa now. I'm a country music fan. Whoa. I'm not going to knock it. All right. There's some people. Okay. Well, I appreciate you bringing that up. That's good. You know, I'm trying to think of all of our audiences. Well, I think that, like, I think there is a lot of neutral music out there, right? And that kind of stuff, it can just be fun, help you have a good time. And, you know, with your friends, just something to bring joy. Like, even if you like dumb it down or simplify it, even to like a kid's level, right? There's like, there's nothing wrong with you know sure. singing songs to your kid. Like we sing Twinkle Twinkle almost every night with my kid. Like there's nothing wrong <laughs> you with can't that. Villainize. That's not a Christian song. Or say Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is evil. Okay? <laughs> yeah, like we can't Christianize like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star of Bethlehem. Like we just we just sing the regular Twinkle Twinkle and we just you know we do it. It's it's fun. It's something that my kids like, right? Um, but. There, but music is powerful and it can have a negative effect yeah. on our lives, yeah. right? It, music can uh, help us dwell on, help our mind and hearts dwell on mm -hmm. the wrong things. Mm -hmm. And so I think a big indicator of, you know, good music versus bad music is the content. Like what is the music about and how does it then make you react or what does it leave you thinking about or wanting, mm -hmm. right? That's good. And so is there... You know, music like I think, you know, I think about different times where I've been driving home stuck in traffic 
and listening to music that is like heavier, harder and making me angry, you know, and just like, <laughs> and just like getting mad at the world. Right. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> and you're just getting mad at the world and like, you know, tempted to road rage on somebody. Right. And just thinking like, right. whoa, this is powerful and this is not what I need in, in my life. Or right? if you're a, a, a man struggling with lust or even a woman mm -hmm. struggling with lust and then you're listening to a song that's all about sex. Yes. Which those songs certainly yes, exist. Absolutely. I think that's actually love probably as a category is the most written about yeah, sure, topic sure, on, and, sure. and music in general now. Right. But now it's gotten pretty explicit. Yeah. Um, and if you or, get your mind kind of thinking that way yep. and just kind of running on that treadmill, that there's can, a lot of self-serving music too about mm -hmm. like you are the greatest person mm -hmm. to ever exist. You are the most amazing person there is out mm -hmm. there. Music along those lines where it's meant to hype you up um, that can't, that's not healthy either. No. And I think there's a lot of ways too. just like even a dumb example in my life, right? You think you bring up country music, right? Of listening to too many songs about, you know, even like about like, oh man, I want a nice new big truck, you know? And <laughs> as I'm driving home in my little Hyundai can, or my little Subaru. Picture myself now. Yeah. You know, and thinking like, man, like look at my life. Like I don't have these kind of things. Right. And it, it sounds dumb, but like that, I, that's happened yeah. to me. That's and happened you, to me. You, let, you start to lose your contentment yeah. or you're someone that's dealing with, with uh, anxiety or depression. Yeah. yeah. They've talked about that. I've seen articles on that, on country music in particular, because yeah. of the style right. of writing. There you go. Um, that you go. doesn't lend itself to people that are struggling we're, or wrestling we're, with that. We're not well. an anti-country music podcast. No, we're not. We're not. It's okay. We're, trying it's, we're just using examples right. here. You know. Yes. But no, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of songs about a lot of different things. And if if uh, basically, I think at the end of the day, a good way for us to judge it, right, right, is to look at the effect of listening to this music in your mm -hmm. life. And so here's what I would give you some some wisdom about, just some pastoral counsel just from even my own life, right? If you find yourself, and this can be about anything, not just music, but if you find yourself uh, struggling with yeah, maybe, you know, certain sin or sinful habit or even just like a, a thought pattern that you don't like, don't want in your life. Maybe there's mm -hmm. some anxiety or depression or discontentment or lust or greed or whatever's going on mm -hmm. and you find yourself thinking, right? It's always helpful, at least in my life, it's always helpful to take a few steps back and mm -hmm. think like, okay, well, what led me down yeah. this path, right? Yep. What was, you kind of look at that James pattern of temptation gives birth, what right? What are to, you consuming? Yeah, What's, right. What are you letting in? Right, and yeah. and you'll find often that maybe it was something that you listened to or maybe something that you watched or even, sometimes it's even like, oh, I went to this place or I hung out with this person or, you know, and there's just these these things in the world, right, that kind of, are these moments that trigger you, that pull you in one direction, that yeah. set you down this path. And music can often do that to mm -hmm. us. And it's different for different people too. And so I think this is an, an area that we need to be aware of, that we have a freedom of conscience, mm -hmm. right? For those of us who are in Christ, I think it's not sinful, you know, to listen, like kind of that Apostle Paul view of like everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial, right? right? So it's not necessarily sinful for you to listen to a certain song, but it might not be good for someone else to do that. Yeah. Or there might be a song that's okay for you to listen to, but for me, it just sets me in a bad spot and gets me thinking about the wrong things or, you know, makes me remember something and kind of get me in this, this wrong space. And we just need to be aware of yeah. those things. So you need to kind of see the the fruit that 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 listening to certain songs, listening to music or consuming any sort of content has on your life, right? It's just a yeah. wise way to approach the world. And to finish the verse that you you quoted there, yeah. all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Mm. He's very mindful of not letting anything take control over yeah. him. Yeah. 
and very mindful of what he's allowing into his life. Yeah. Because he knows what you bring in, the input affects the output, what's going to come out. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. So we want to be filling ourselves with truth. We want to be filling ourselves with uh, whatever is just and whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. Um, And so having said that, 70s and 80s music mm, basically is sacred it's not it. even secular anymore mm, right that's it that's <laughs> it you just listen I'm, to those I'm artists i'm partial yeah and, and i think too like part that comes up in mind is is trying to become the person that you know you want want to be in the yeah, lord right trying yeah. to grow in our holiness trying and one of the things that i see especially working with young people right is like we know music is bigger than just the music you listen to. Mm-hmm. It's about a lifestyle, right? And so you see the kids who listen to country music, right? They look this way, right? You see the kids who listen I mean, to hip hop, they that. look this way, right? You see the yeah. kids who listen to pop, they look this way. Because those artists and the way they dress and the, what they mm-hmm. talk about and what they emphasize, like all that stuff leads leads into our lives, right? Mm-hmm. And we become more like that. And so for us, it can be kind of difficult. And so I think that's something to be aware of too is that there are yeah, there are parts in all those you know music fandoms cultures right that are fine and there's parts of it that we need to be aware of from a Christian uh, perspective that don't fit in mm-hmm. with the Christian lifestyle and so we gotta we gotta think through hey like is this something that is is feeding the bad impulses that I'm having or is this something that is leading me more to the yeah. Lord and That's and good. I would say you know be cautious good. with your own heart like why you know we don't need to to risk those things right? right like if music can be such a powerful tool let's use it to build up our faith to think about God to lift up our thoughts let's not use it to uh, add another obstacle and something to battle in our lives like That's really it's good. you'll be okay on the other side right if there's music that you really like but you're like oh it doesn't do it's not good for me but I really like listening to it I promise you, if you if you let that music go, if if you yeah, you know turn it up, it. it's it's you'll be okay on the other side. Yeah. You'll still be you. You'll still find fun and joy in your life. Like you'll still find yeah. music to listen to. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it, and and you'll be all right on the and, other side. And press into that. If if yeah. that type of music you just can't give up, and you know it's having a negative effect on you. That's something you got to press into with the Lord. That's something you got to pray about and ask yourself, why can't you give it up? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it might just be, um, we'll oftentimes refer to that as an idol, Mm -hmm. something we're replacing God with. And we're thinking that that idol is better than what God has for us. Uh, And so definitely press into that. But that's really good. Pastor Craig, thank you. A lot of good thoughts, a lot of good wisdom. Um, And so we invite you to go on that journey and begin praying about your music selection yeah, there you and, go. and what works for you um, because it's not always so black and white. Mm-hmm. Any other closing thoughts? No, I just appreciate you guys listening to us, joining us here uh, on the City Rev podcast. And uh, yeah, join us for our, our series and through the book of Psalms, looking at some of the different uh, psalmists and, and that effect that music can take on our lives. I think you'll find it interesting and helpful in your own life. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of the City Rev Life podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.